Star Wars Uprising, and new movie discussions in this week's episode of the Outer Rim News Podcast. Welcome back to um, the Outer Rim News Podcast, episode number seven, I believe. Is this seven? God, I think so, man. Seven. The big seven. Seven. It's the big seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Um, and I can't believe we've made it seven weeks in a row. I'm, I'm just waiting for that, that one week when we can't do anything, and I'm like, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Are we going to record solo? <laughs> I, I mean, know. I could do it, I, or I can, I can take the whole... The whole show and just change it and just it'll be like star wars fanfic week where we read the steamiest star wars fanfic or something you know and and just you know just get it real it, real good and hot and it'll probably be like the highest rated episode <laughs> probably, of outer rim news ever it probably will <laughs> actually this might be episode on, six to be honest with you i think this might be six Oops. Okay. So, welcome to episode six of the Outer Rim News podcast. We really need to keep <laughs> up with that. Um. So this week we're going to talk about uh, some some cool stuff that came out this week. Uh, Star Wars Uprising came out, the new uh, RPG or online RPG from Kaboom. Is it or Kabam? Ka- yeah. You remember ka- Kablop? I, I, something like that. It's um. All right, Star Wars Uprising from Kablop. Um, <laughs> I mean, that sounds no, like think... a Star Wars company, like <laughs> Kablucas film or something. Kabl- I don't know. Like... Kablucas. Yeah. Kablucas but... film. <laughs> Kabam. Kabam. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kabam. And um, honestly, I've got I've got a, uh, a fair amount of time into the game so far, and uh, I think I'm at level 18 or 19 right now. Okay. Um story wise uh, I guess when you when you when you first start playing you get to choose your species from human Twi'lek, uh what's the other two um, um Darth, I can't I can't remember Darth Maul is a Darth Maul is a yeah Zabrak so there's a Zabrak in there and then there's a oh the Jedi lady uh Luminara Unduli or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever her race is, right? Green, green. Um, that's the four you can pick. Um, and of, and of course I went with a Twi'lek. So, all right. But you but you can't see my little head tails because they're all wrapped up underneath that Founder's Stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Now, did you sign? Up, did you pre-register or for for the game like a long time ago? And you got all the cool Founder. No, I didn't because I, I was, you know, I was being, you know, crotchety about it and being like, you know, it's probably going to be stupid. I, you know, it's going to be like playing Farmville and I don't want to have any part of it. <laughs> Dude, you know, if they made it, if they made a Star Wars Farmville, you know, you'd be playing. I would be playing. Like, I, nah, I don't know all that. But I mean, I, I honestly thought that was kind of where they were going to go with it. You know, just or not really like that, but just the, the typical, you know, game where you just, you just press to collect 
you know, crops. Farmville, I guess, would be the best word for it. But I'm just like, I don't know what they're going to do with it. But then I just, I started seeing stuff about it. And I think you mentioned something about it. And I was like, I'll check it out. And and then there went like two weeks of my life. So Really? Yeah. So, I mean, it's been like, well, I mean, what has it been out for a week, two weeks? I know it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, I mean, I have been killing it. Like, just playing it and playing it. Like, it's, it's a drug. Like, it's straight up crack cocaine, heroin on my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my, my phone dies quickly the <laughs> yeah. last week or so. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, so with, with the Founder Pack, I think you, you get the title Founder. Um, You get the Stormtrooper helmet. You get a pretty cool little blaster. And you get uh, a Wookiee Slave as one of your... Uh, you know, mission people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the mission, the, the actual, the Wookiee slave is he's goes up to like a level 30 right now before you have to upgrade him. So, okay. So I'm, um, yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, but the game revolves around, or, or, it's supposedly takes place after return of the Jedi. Am I correct? Right. Yeah, definitely. And that was, that was one of the reasons why I was like, okay, I'll, you know, they're, they're obviously trying to market it like, like, you know, it's going to be a continuation of a story that's after, you know, Return of the Jedi. So, I'm, of course, I'm all for it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's pretty much just like this remote this remote location you start out in. I mean, it's like in Burning Con or something like that, you know? And mm-hmm. you're, yeah. And basically, you're just like part of these, like, smugglers, you know, basically doing little, little jobs for hire and stuff. You, you know, just... Um, yeah, you just do these little jobs, and and slowly the story starts to unfold about like basically the, the you know the, the the empire has kind of made a blockade around this system, so you can't leave mm-hmm. the system. So you're having to do all this stuff, um, you know, kind of in home at first, and you still slowly start to branch out, and you're trying to find a a way to get through the blockade stuff. So that's as far as I've gotten. I mean, I have. I mean, I've I've gotten as far as Hoth. And I'm on level eight. Yeah. I'm a level eighteen. Is that pretty much where you have gotten to? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in I'm in Hoth right now. Yeah, but isn't yeah, that cool? And, and the, yeah, but the, you know the weird thing is, I haven't seen anything to do with the rebellion yet. And I and I you know aside from fighting some mm-hmm. some stormtroopers and imperials, you, you know I hadn't seen the option to join the empire or join the rebellion. Right. I'm still working my way through these little. Uh, what do you call them? Smuggler groups and clubs and mm-hmm. everything, and and trying to get some rank with the, with those guys. Right. I mean, that's and that's probably pretty much what the game's going to be for a long time. It's just a slow burner. But you, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll eventually at least come across the rebellion at some point. Because right now, basically, you're just in this area that's kind of choked off from everything else. They don't know what's happening out there, which is it's kind of cool. It's kind of like in the book Aftermath where you notice that there's some places out there, especially in the outer rim, they don't, they don't know what's going on. Like they know that there's been some battle. Maybe some know that the death, the new death star is destroying the, maybe the emperor and Darth Vader are dead, but they don't really know exactly what's going on. And then you've got, of course, at this case, you've got the empire, you know, just blocking you off from any kind of communication out, you know, from the system and you don't know what's happening. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what you're doing is trying to figure out, you know, you're, you know, in your own way, I guess the, the characters are slowly finding themselves trying to get out of the, the blockade. And maybe that's when they'll find, you'll find out more information. Maybe that's when you can join the rebellion or something. Hmm. I don't know. 
Yeah, and I mean, I, and that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, right now, you know, I'm I'm sitting around doing missions for some guy named Happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, some some rat looking guy. What, what, what's the rat? Well, there's, looking well, there's Happy. There's Happy, who's like the the human guy, and then then there's um oh lord, what's the little short guy's name? It's like um. The one who looks like Cabe from the Cantina. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to remember his name. It's like Short Short Paw. Short Paw. Short Paw. Yeah, Short Paw. Yeah, you've got Short. short you've got Happy Dap, Happy Dappy, something like that. That's the that's the yeah. first guy. <laughs> and then you got yeah, Short Paw. <laughs> happy Dappy. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you got Short Paw. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's like then you could you know you do these missions, but you've also you start to your own crew as well. And you send them off on little missions and they just, mm-hmm. you don't see it happen. You just send them off on it. And, and it's all based on like their level of, you know, their level of expertise or whatever yeah. they have, you know, and they, you get like a success percentage. Like if you send them on this mission, they have like a 80% chance or a hundred percent or maybe a 30%. And of course you don't want to send them out on a 30%. You want to build them up and to the point where they can take those. There would normally be a 30% to like a 80 or a hundred. But, um, and, and- have you seen the missions where you can send them out on the mission, but there's a chance that they could either die yep. or? Yep. And yeah. and my my the the he's the Zabrak. I can't remember his name. Um, no, you lost the main the the first one you yeah, did. Yeah, he finally just <laughs> just recently on a 100 percent chance of success rate on a mission that was dangerous, he got captured. Oh no! What do you do if he gets captured? I, you have I to. I've I think they been. said he, you eventually will. It's like you'll, um, I guess he'll just come back. He'll pop up at some point where there's like a, a mission where you can go to free him, like where you can rescue him at some point. That's what it says. Okay. But, um, but other than that, I, I don't really know. Because, um, yeah, the crew is currently missing in action. You need to find and start a rescue mission to get them back. So I'm sure oh. that that means there'll be a, uh, you know, a, a mission that'll come along where I have to rescue him probably. So... Uh, yeah, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> so how many crew members do you have? I have right now, um, let's see, I have 10. Wow, I only have eight. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got 10. And uh, for the most part, they're, a lot of them are leveled up pretty high. Like, I mean, some of them you can only level up to like, what, five, six. I think some of them are yeah, but six. Th- but then you can upgrade them. Right. Yeah, and they'll level up even higher than that. Right, but you have to have blueprints, yeah. and 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 the blueprint thing took me forever to figure out. And you have to basically level up a complete costume to max, and you'll get a blueprint for that whole row. Ah, okay. you know it, but the blueprint only applies to certain crew members. So you you know it just depends on if it's a hut smuggler, then you know. One of your, if you're one of your crew members is a hut smuggler, then of course you have the blueprint, and then you pay the six thousand credits, the blueprint, and the maxed up costumes, and you you can level up your your crew member to higher ranking. Right. <clears throat> but um, as far as uh playing, like you get sent on missions, of course, and uh, you land on the, the battlefield and, and you just kind of make your way through this maze of shooting little canisters, hoping for credits popping out or, right. or some kind of uh, weapon or clothing or whatever. Um, and along the way you're going to battle 
stormtroopers or gangsters or whoever's in your way, you know, you have to fight or shoot them and kill them and, uh, until you make it to the end. And most of the time it's, it's usually a little mini boss and, and, uh, they're, they're sort of hard to kill, especially if you don't have a lot of health. Um, right. Yeah, and and on these, yeah, and on these missions too, you have like four different options. You can choose the easy option, which you can probably just run right through with no problem. And then there's, you know, a level two, a level three, and a level four. And so far, I haven't been able to qualify for any level three and four jobs because yeah. um, they're always above my my um rank, and I can't I can't do it. But I mean, I'm finding it hard on some of the level twos just to just to beat them. I've, I've played a lot of missions and I've only lost one mission so far. So yeah. I think I'm doing fairly well. There's one where I like, I, I died, but you could pay so much to, to revive yourself and the, you know, and you just mm-hmm. continue on. I've done that like two times. I've only lost, I only mm. let myself lose once, but those were when I was really doing the risky ones where, you know, I mean, I was getting overrun, but I've started to figure out like some tricks to, to, to kind of get, get ahead in those, those missions. But, um, mm-hmm. but one thing I've, I'll tell you, like, you know, at first I was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to like this game, but of course you get, I mean, like, it's like Farmville. I'm sure if I start playing Farmville, I'm going to get addicted. But with these games, you know, even the little things you just find yourself, just keep, you keep going back and going back to it. And, mm-hmm. um, but one thing I thought was really interesting about this game is it really plays a lot like, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Like really? in certain ways, it feels like playing Knights, and I was like, "Hmm," because I I miss those games, and I don't play the Old Republic, because um, I just never had a system that was really good that could support it, and I I want to play it on like the best system, so I never did play the yeah. Old Republic. But this reminds me a lot of the uh, the old you know the Knights of the Old Republic games from the Xbox. Hmm. And 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 two, I, I mean, I've played Knights. I mean, the Old Republic, but I played for like two days and I quit. Just because that's it doesn't seem like Star Wars to me, right? Everything everything looks too shiny, and I mean even cooler than some of the stuff in the prequels. And and if it's supposed to be set like a thousand years before the prequels, how can they have cooler technology? You know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm the same way with with you know the prequels and some some aspects. I'm like, man, that. You know, like it looks better now than it does in the future, which you can kind of write off and say, well, it's because you're in the dark times and it's the the empire and things would have looked way better if they hadn't taken over and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I'm just like, but man, them no boost starfighters, man. <laughs> they look mm-hmm. good. No, oh, yeah. Those things are yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I, I feel you. I definitely feel you on that, on some of the older stuff. But, um, and, but yeah, uh, overall, I mean, I, I'm digging the game. It's, um, you know, sometimes I'm like, I, I've got to like tell myself to put it down. If not, I'll, I'll catch myself just playing it. You know, I could be eating dinner and just playing it. And I'm like, that's not, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm the same way. Um, You know, once you start, once you start playing it, you, you, you want to keep going and keep going because you have something, something you want to upgrade and you don't have enough credits and it's like one more mission and I can upgrade that, that, you know, that knife or upgrade those pants or whatever, you know. Right. Um, and ha- have you been upgrading a lot of uh, equipment yet? Oh yeah, like like, to, like to especially my we- oh yeah, especially my weapons. Like my like I've got this pistol that I've already leveled up and upgraded and stuff, and it's 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 pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first thing I did was upgrade my weapon, and I've um, 
gone to the next level. But that third level, man, you're talking twenty thousand credits to upgrade. Yeah, time, you know. Yeah. Plus all these different uh, uh what are the little round things called? I don't know. They have uh, different kinds. There's like little things of carbonite, and then there's little things. Yeah. This that yeah, and the, the little other. car. Little elements you need to upgrade some of the stuff. I don't have any of that because a lot of times you have to take the 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 smaller elements you get and combine them with to make bigger elements. And um, I hadn't gotten enough of those yet to to make what I need to to upgrade my weapon past that certain point. But um, it's a very it's a very addicting game. Um, and 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 two is cool because I compare it a little to star wars galaxies when it came out not yeah. in the not in the combat aspect of it but the aspect of you create your own star wars character you dress them like you want them to look you know and and you get an attachment to it and you get like an ownership of that character and this is like this is me in the star wars universe same thing here there's loads of different costume choices um and you can you can pretty much design your you, you pick which species of or of alien you want to be at the beginning of the game, and then you can dress them pretty much any way you you know as long as you acquire the the costume part and you know you can dress that guy any way, and that becomes like a, a um a part of you a part of your Star Wars identity right so to speak. <clears throat> now, yeah, what'd you what'd you name your character? Cricks Cantrell. Now, is that something like a random choice, or you actually named that character? Well, no, I, I named that character. I didn't know what I was going to call us, you know, like give him for a first name. Um, Cantrell was always a uh, a name that I like to use in Star Wars doing stuff because for whatever reason, it just sounded Star Wars to me. But what's funny is it's actually the name of one of my one of uh, my yeah, favorite I- musicians. Allison Chains, dude. Allison Chains, man. Allison Chains. So I'm just like, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I just always was like, I think it was, I think it was not Still Republic. I, I was like, I had to pick a name, and I didn't know what to pick. And I'm thinking, I was like, man, Cantrell sounds like a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. and so I just always use that name. I use, I've always used it in Star Wars, and I've used it in Mass Effect, but that was because Mass Effect felt like Star Wars to me. So I, I use that and I was like well I'll use it here but I want to give him a first name and I was just like man nothing sounds right but then I was thinking of Cricks Maydeen and I'm like I just that Cricks sounded pretty cool and I was like go ahead let's give him Cricks <laughs> you know you named him after General Maydeen yeah <laughs> it's like it was just like the whole thing like on the prequels you know Senator Bale what was it Bale Antilles of, of Alderaan yeah. <laughs> like who I think I'm pretty sure that was somebody messing up there did you did you give him the same uh, hairstyle as as Crix oh, made? Oh no, 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 not <laughs> not this Crix. This Crix learns. Oh gosh, well no, um, I just give him long blonde hair like like Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just, I, he uh, just normal haircut, I guess. I was uh I was gonna name mine something crazy too, but I was just, I couldn't come up with anything, so I just went with my name uh, Ashley Wilbanks. Woo, <laughs> very Star Warsy. but uh but man it's yeah this game i mean i'm sure you know either i'm gonna i'm just gonna get tired of it after a while and stop playing or my phone's gonna like the battery won't work anymore but we'll see we'll see which one comes first (laughs) yeah well um another little aspect of this game is they allow you to create cartels 
and uh, which is basically like a big uh, uh, group. And uh, once you create it, you you can have other players join with you, and you can band together, and you can you know try to have the best group out there. Right. So what we did was uh, we created the Outer Rim News Group, and uh, we're three members strong right now. So if anybody's listening, playing Star Wars Uprising, and wants to join, it's uh, it's out there. Just do a search. Just go to your cartel screen and do a search for us, and just uh, put in. Outer Rim News, no spaces, and hopefully we'll pop up in there and you can just uh, join in on the fun as we uh, take over the galaxy. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> we take over the galaxy. I think we will. <laughs> we'll at least All get right, a piece um, of it. <laughs> and we might get a piece of it. We might get a piece of it. And, and Happy Dap will be happy. <laughs> happy Dappy. Happy Dappy if, if we do that for him. Um. All right, so... um. Let's move on to some uh, movie news because we hadn't talked about them. We hadn't t- talked about uh, the new movies in a couple episodes, I don't think. So interesting today, um, TMZ released a few photos, like eleven photos of uh, the some filming being done for Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually these actually came out like I think two days ago. Back on the fifteenth oh, is when they, yeah, when they first released them, I think it was like two days ago. But there's of course everybody's still talking about it. But yeah, TMZ you know of all of all places, you know. You know, like, work has has been eating me alive lately. That's what that's that's how far back I am. I didn't know these came out two two days ago. Oh, I, I feel you, man. This this cra- this week was crazy for me too. The only reason I ever see anything is because my work revolves around the computer, and I, like I just I'm looking at the screen all the time, so I'll just turn on like. Yahoo News or something just to just to <laughs> just to break the well, concentration and of course so, yeah so this explains a lot too because I, I I just posted on on the Outer Rim News Facebook page I posted a link to this TMZ story and uh, you know it's it's like it's not getting any looks or or hits. You know, nobody's liking it. And I'm wondering, like, what's up? This is, like, big news. Why isn't anybody liking <laughs> We're this number thing? one, man. We're breaking this news. What's going on with you guys? Yeah, it's like, it's like you moron. It came out two days ago. <laughs> well, well, shut I'm up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm, but it's just funny. It's just, like, TMZ of all people, though. It was funny that TMZ breaks. Like, now we're in the age where TMZ breaks Star Wars news. Well, you know they broke some uh, Episode Seven news. A oh, while did back, <laughs> yeah, right this at the beginning. This just in <laughs> exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I can't remember what it what what they broke. It it was like oh, it was some of the first pictures from uh, from Star Wars Episode Seven that they had. Like it's, <laughs> it I'm sure like, it's it's like the it's the nerd guy that's in the back corner of the TMZ offices. He's he's just like he's the one that's that's he only focuses on Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, really. Tom, Tom, well, what um, you got back there, Tom? Hey, <laughs> big one. <laughs> got some photos. <laughs> got some photos of Chewbacca. I'm like a what? <laughs> a chew what? A chewy. chewy. That sounds <laughs> yummy. <laughs> TMC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> stupid TMZ. Uh, well, anyway, TMZ has uh, these Rogue One. Thank you, TMZ, for for posting these Rogue One. We love you, TMZ. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, Thank uh, you. So, so it appears that we have a, a crashed uh, spaceship of some kind. I want to say an X-Wing, but uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it has like the engines of an X, or the makings of an engines of an X-Wing. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's very odd. Like I, I can't make out what it is. I mean, it, it that's what I thought was it was like an X wing, but maybe it's it's something. Maybe it's something way bigger, but this is like a fraction of the like they just built like a, I don't know, just a fragment of the the set, you know, just to shoot on mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. tell what it is. At first, I thought it was like a an old crashed X wing that with its closed S foils, but I don't know, man. I mm-hmm. can't really tell. Yeah, I mean, and you could tell that it did a little bit of a crash landing here mm-hmm. because there's a big gouge in the in the uh, planet where it where it hit, and um, you can see it's still on fire in the picture. So some of it's still burning, but obviously there's going to be some CGI work done in post production of this thing because it's 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 basically a skeleton of a ship, and mm-hmm. uh, there's not much there's not really m- that much detail to it but what's interesting though you see uh as you look through the pictures you'll see um, a bunch of stormtroopers laying around the wreckage like I yeah guess, it's oh man yeah i was i was noticing that too i'm just like at first i was like is this water like it looks like water that they're floating in but they're just <laughs> stormtroopers like it's just super stiff and straight just floating in the water like mm-hmm. they're they're like standing at attention in death it's is really weird. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it does. It, yeah, it's got to be water they're in. Like I, I don't know. It's just weird. And then you see, like, I don't know. There's because it looks like a beach. It, right. it actually looks like a beach that that the ships crash landed on. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, you see some kind of palm trees, and then if you look at uh, photo number seven, you can kind of see the the beginnings of the of the beach area right there in that. Mm-hmm. One person laying face down looks like maybe a rebel commando or something. Right. Um, that's that's got to be water. I mean, it looks like water. Yeah, I but guess. it's it's such a far, it's it's so far away. And then of course, if you look through and see, uh, and you see um, the photo for the eighth picture, it looks like maybe that's a bunker, some kind of base. Right. Out of. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is it looks something similar to like the sort of like the bunker you have in, in, uh, episode six. So I don't know. Yeah. On indoor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe, um, this tie fighter or whatever rebel craft crash lands on that, on that beach in front of their Imperial, uh, vacation spot. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, we see, like, later, like, on, like, I think the last two photos you can see, I I want to say that's Donnie Yen with the red. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't even thing. notice that. I think yeah. that's him. Yeah. I know that next to him to the left is, and he's also on, on uh, number 11 here, looks like the character that, um, oh, Lord, the uh, the guy who big everybody star. thought was playing Biggs. Yeah, that's him. I mean, it's got to be him. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember his name. Right off the top of my head, but I don't know who you're talking about. So are we? Are, and, so uh, is this? So is it official that he's playing Biggs? Oh, I don't know. I I just call him Biggs because he looks like Biggs. Okay. Um, I don't think he is playing Biggs, and hadn't been officially announced or announced and rumored in any other way besides what it was a few weeks ago. And I think it kind of got fandom sort of debunked it 
later on. But you, I mean, I, a majority of the cast that were in that photo is is there because you see, uh, what's the what's the main woman's name? Felicity. Felicity. Um, it's not Felicity Jones. Is it? Every time I hear Felicity, I'm like Felicity Jones. Is that is that Dude, what her name is? Uh, that's what I was gonna say, Felicity Jones. I wish I had the uh, the cast right in front of me. Um, I think it's I think it's Felicity Jones. Yeah, it's Felicity Jones. Uh, it's Felicity Jones. It just sounds like okay. that can't be your real name, man. That just sounds like an actress name or an actor name. You know, like it just sounds like something. It's like an alter ego you you put on for your for Hollywood. Like that name sounds mm-hmm. true Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it does. Hey, it. it Let's go back, go back to to the tenth picture, mm-hmm. and you can see standing around. You just see random, I guess that's rebel soldiers, right? And if you look at the bottom picture, the um the first guy walking, you can tell that that his helmet looks very um it, it favors the indoor rebel mm-hmm. uh, soldiers helmet. Yep. But if you look at like the guy leaning against the entrance to the base, his helmet looks very, and his whole uniform looks almost World War One ish or two ish, yeah, kind of uniform, you know. Yeah, it's it's. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how the um, how they're gonna you know play these these uniforms and stuff. I mean, it, I'm I'm digging yeah. it so far. I bet it's gonna be really dark and it's gonna be really. Uh, I mean, it's probably going to be gritty, so that's going to be cool. You, you, you think so? You think they're going to go for? You, you think they're going to go that route? I mean, I'm sure they're going to go like. I mean, of course, it's still going to be a movie, probably for kids. You know, at the same time, but you know, it's. It looks like they are kind of going like you know this is, this is a really dark mission. You know, they're going to get the plans for the Death Star, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I guess I mean just from the way I'm the way I'm looking at it, we see you know dead stormtroopers lying around on the beach and stuff like that. I mean it's it's going to be a war movie. I don't think it's going to be exactly Saving Private Ryan war movie, but it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty dark. Yeah, I, I just my whole thing is this is Star Wars, and like I said, I'm I'm old man on the front porch now. But Star Wars is for kids, and and I understand they're. You know, you have the older fan base who's grown up and want some more mature entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, this to me, you're going to be marketing toys from this for kids. You know, I, I right. want it to be a kids movie, a, a, something they can enjoy. But I also realized that when they titled these these uh, spinoffs anthologies, you know, that could be it could be anything really. And and I take for example like when uh, Marvel Comics or DC Comics comes out with an anthology book, but let's just say it's an anthology book on Batman. You'll have several artists and writers teaming up with little short stories about Batman. Right. But it it won't be in canon. It'll be. And, and you won't get like mainstream artists. You'll get like the indie artists who have mm. their own style, and and it may not be mainline comic style. It may be something totally different. It looks kind of wacky, but it works mm-hmm. for them. And and the stories will be 
it'll be you know it that anthology book will have six or seven stories in it there'll be some of the best batman stories you've ever read it's just it's not mainstream batman and right. i'm worried that when when they call this you know rogue one uh, star wars anthology that this is not going to be mainstream star wars this is going to be right star wars from this director's point of view not the official Star Wars point of view. Right. I mean, you know well, how you got... Yeah, I, I feel like that's probably... We don't have to worry about that too much because with the movies, I mean, even with J.J. Abrams, I mean, you're going to get a movie that's that's totally J.J., but I think you're also... He's, you know, of course, he's got a love for Star Wars. It's going to be, you know, it's going to have that feel of Star Wars, especially the way he talked about how this movie he wanted to be like the originals where they were just fast-paced and they were really good. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. I feel like we don't have to really worry about that. Plus, you know, if you want to get an idea for for these people and how they ma- they're making their movies, I can t- I can see where they're going with with a lot of this stuff. Like like where they're getting the eye from. Like if you go back with J.J. Abrams, watch Star Trek in the Darkness. That movie is pretty much a demo reel for what we're going to see with Star Wars, and I'm digging it. Like just from a view like a viewpoint, like from a cin- cinematography standpoint, and from just the pacing and stuff, it's going to be. It's going to be big and it's going to be fast paced. It's going to look really good. The action's going mm-hmm. to be well shot. Then you have Rogue One, which it was called Star Wars Anthology, but it's now a Star Wars story. So we know that it's going to be. It's. I mean, it's part of the. Story. Is that official? Is that official? Right now, it's official. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is what they're calling it. Are you so, sure? Where, where did you say that? Do you did you online? say that on? <laughs> online it's like they, i read it i read it on the internet it must be true <laughs> right but no i mean they it was like a they pretty much like it was originally announced as star wars anthology rogue one and then they yeah. changed that so now it they even have like the because i think it was part of celebration they had like the the layout for the next movies and this one was called rogue one a star wars story okay so, okay. so that's, but the thing is, is the, the director is Gareth Edwards who did the new Godzilla movie. And that yeah, also yeah. dealt with a lot of the military and stuff like that. And it was, it was dark and it was gritty, but at the same time, it still had this, this look to it that like you could still have kids watch it and enjoy it because the movie wasn't like Godzilla wasn't really like, whoa, that was crazy adult. Like I could never show my kids that it was yeah. And plus a lot of the the real crazy stuff, it was almost like it happened off screen where you didn't really have to see it to know what happened. Yeah. So he has that style going for him too. But the stuff he dealt with with the military and stuff, I just thought it was really well shot. The movie looked really, really good. So so I, I'm really – I love the fact that they have Gareth Edwards doing this. Now, you know, then you've got Rian Johnson doing – um, the next Star Wars movie, uh, Episode Eight, which they've just started shooting. Am I right? Yeah, they they just did. Yeah, an excellent segue into um into that topic. Right, I was going to say, Rian Johnson is directing that one. He did Looper. I think maybe the okay. uh, I think it was a movie called Way of the Gun, but really Looper's the one you want to look at, and that movie really had a great sci-fi look to it. So oh, yeah. they're look, really look. so you saw it. Yeah, I saw Looper. I like Looper. It was yeah, good. Looper was, good. was really good, and it just looked really good. So I'm really digging the the choices that they're going with with these movies, like with the with, that Lucasfilm's going with. I mean, they they're really seeking out the best of the best in terms of just 
those sci-fi authors that that had that distinct i mean not authors but the sci-fi directors and stuff you know you know fantasy directors that really had that eye for realism but at the same time it you know they still bring a real you know sci-fi or you know space opera look to their stuff and jj was perfect for that especially you know watching the star trek reboots he did you're like what and that's star wars Mm -hmm. you know and plus he's a star wars fan you know so that's perfect that he got that job but yeah so you go into episode eight with rian johnson and they're already filming it oh yeah already filming it um and in fact website uh Star Wars 7 newscom mm-hmm. has uh, updated with a few cool tweets from uh, several people um, at the, how do you say this, the Skellig Michael location from Episode 7? Something like that, yeah. It's like um, in Ireland, right? Skellig, yeah, I mean, that's how I pronounce it. I bet it's probably pronounced who is probably pronounced something different since it's Irish. It's probably like, yeah, it says an Irish Skelig Michelle, Irish Skelig hmm. Michelle or, or Mior. That's weird. I don't know how you would, I, if I had my friend Chris here, he, he's good with, with um, Irish lit. He'd probably know exactly how you pronounce it, but yeah, Skelig. Um, yeah. Um, well, apparently Mark Hamill was there making a, a, a few appearances at the pub at the local pubs, pouring some pints for some of the patrons there. And, um, this is where he and his family were at, uh, this time last year for star Wars episode seven. This is where I, according to the rumor mill, a majority of his scenes were filmed at this location. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to get into too many spoilers because if you read this article, <laughs> it does, you know, it, and and if what they're saying is true, then it kind of does spoil a little bit of episode seven. But they are officially, I think it's official now that they are filming episode eight right now at this location. And not only is uh, Mark Hamill there, but spoiler alert, um, and I don't know if this is going to be a big spoiler, but uh, Daisy Ridley is there too. So apparently she survives episode seven. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Maybe she's right. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. But um. But yeah. And and what's funny is I read that he he claims that he almost died during the filming of the last movie at the same location. And so oh, I'm yeah. just like, wow. <laughs> like yeah, that movie had some like- bad luck. Like he almost died. Harrison Ford broke his leg. J.J. Abrams broke his back. Well, I mean, well, apparently this this location where they're filming, it's like this mountainous terrain, mm-hmm. and and to get to to the top where they're actually filming, you have to walk up this steep, you know, slope, and there's no guardrails or anything because there's some issues with the locals, you mm-hmm. know, not wanting to uh, to build up on it and and leave it as as uh, like it like nature intended, right. and apparently. Mark was walking up the thing, and one of the was it one of the producers or or something? He he slipped and and fell, and one of the producers just reached out and grabbed him. Yeah, something like that. It, it was, yeah, somebody on the on the production just reached out and grabbed him and pretty much saved his life. That's <laughs> which is like 
Wow. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just not talk about it. Let's just keep walking. Like, woo. Yeah, really. <laughs> Don't he, say he just, a word. He just, he just gets to the top, and he's like, I'll be right back. And, boop, and just throws up and comes back, and he's like, all right, I'm ready to do my lines. And, uh, uh but... <laughs> And it's sad because they're. I hear that they're. You know, the the locals there are kind of putting up a fuss about it. You know, I mean, which I understand you want to preserve that stuff, but I, you know, I'm sure that the the you know the movie company is going to try their best to to not harm anything. It's just like New Zealand for Lord of the Rings, man. You know, if you find a location like that and the and the director's happy with that, you know, and you want to you want a really good like you really want a cool look for your movie. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's, you know, a sign of, of, it's like a compliment. I mean, it's a sign of respect. You're like, hey, I really want to show off the beauty of your land in this, in this film, you know. And of course, we got to see New Zealand and people before that, you know, didn't really care or didn't know that much about New Zealand. And then you see these beautiful movies that were made in the, in that untouched land. So it, I, I, another thing here is I'm, I'm digging how it's like, you know, they're really focusing on a lot of practical you know, locations instead of just doing blue screen. So they're like finding these great places to go and shoot. I mean, it just, just, ah, it just, it's like, it feels refreshing. It just feels like, you know, they, they really have the faith in these movies, you know? So they're just like, look, man, we're just going to throw money at it. You go wherever you want to film. Oh, you want to film inside of a volcano? Well, let's film there. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. You know, I mean, I don't know if they really did that. They were like, oh, we're going to film on, you know, aircraft carrier. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, we're just going to do that. I mean, I don't know. It's, I just love the fact that they're, they're really going above and beyond to, to, you know, bring a great visual aesthetic to these movies. Well, yeah, me too. Um, again, though, I, I, to me, I think it's just an advertising ploy. You think by, so? By telling people this. Yeah. Um, because there's still going to be just a crap ton of CGI in this movie. Well, definitely. And there's oh, no yeah, get, definitely. There's yeah. no getting around it. There's no getting around it. And and if you want to go back and look at the prequels, I mean, there was a crap ton of uh, real legit uh, FX in that too. Right. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think more more in episode one than the rest, but they really did like like I think the second one was the one I felt because like people yeah. talk about those being CG movies. I like I think we've talked about this before. I always feel like just mm. episode two was the one that really felt just f- kind of like fake CG. Like you could tell it was just kind of like in that transitional period where we're filming in digital and we're just gonna you know the, the technology was just getting there and I mean they were pretty much creating it. So of course it's not going to be. I mean, it's cutting edge for its time, but at the same time, it's like you can tell it's a lot of CG, and especially CG for things that you just didn't get. You don't understand why there was CG there to begin with. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the CG hug, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi arms, the the hugging and stuff like that. You know, it just... <laughs> but, you you know, you get that, but it was perfected, and it looks so good in Episode 3. But I really yeah. think how Episode 1 had a lot more practical location sh- shots and sets that they built and stuff, and you it really felt more real and and i don't know if ta- tangible is a word for this i don't know I, it, yeah. it felt yeah. it just felt like it was something you reach out and touch and it was just real and it, and it was really cool i really dug that so it feels like these are going more towards that but at the same time you, yeah. yeah they're still going to have a ton of cg i mean there's no there's no going around that because there's no way today's audiences are gonna watch something that that is fully cg free you know i mean it's yeah, yeah, impossible, impossible. Um, 
So back to, to Mark Hamill here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, the, the one interesting thing about these photos that people have been posting on Twitter of Mark is that he doesn't have the beard that he had in episode seven. Hmm. So he, he doesn't have the beard, but yet, and they're already started and they're already filming episode eight, probably while they're probably, probably filming as we record this podcast and he doesn't have a beard. So, you know, speculation is that he, I guess he shaves it at the end of episode seven, Hmm. you know, for some reason, whatever. I, I don't know. The, uh, apparently, the beard got more popular than than Mark Hamill at one time because I think the beard had its own uh, Twitter account. Mark, it's called Mark Hamill's beard, <laughs> <laughs> and it had like a, a bajillion followers, which is weird. But anyway, um, so anything else to add to uh, episode eight filming? I mean, that's pretty much it at this point. I mean, I only know about them starting to film. And it was, it was funny how, like, it, it was reported that um, it was reshoots for seven. And they're just like, yeah. whoa, 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 slow your roll. <laughs> this is for mm-hmm. episode eight. <laughs> Get yeah. your facts straight. Boom. And, and, it, it, and it's interesting that they're already filming before episode seven even hit theaters. <laughs> I know, but, man. But Disney knows, I mean, they know they have a juggernaut. I mean, it's not like they were waiting to film episode eight to see how much episode seven made. Right. They know it's going to make, they know it's going to bring in the cash. Oh yeah. I mean, they have to know. And it's nice to to not have to wait three years for a movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We're sitting there just going like, Oh God, you know, we're just dying for the next movie. At least we're going to, you know, we'll have the main storyline. It's every two years, basically technically, I mean, or, you know, roundabouts. So, and then you have the, the other movies peppered in with it. So, well, you know, I think, too, they're probably on an accelerated timeline because of the age of Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. Right, definitely. You know, and, yeah. some, you know, and, and they, they don't want to waste any time, especially with the money they can make just from the nostalgia factor of having those people back. You know, they're going... Disney is all about making money and they're going to try to cram as much as they can with those guys in it to make as much as they can. Right. Um, oh yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's cool to have, um, it's cool to have star Wars every year. Cause it seems like that's what we're going to be getting for the next for for the foreseeable future. You yeah. know, you're going to have a main star Wars title than a, than a, a star Wars story, mm-hmm. you know, every, every other year. So, I wish they would also do like you know bring bring back last week because we got Rebels, and then let's go ahead and let's do a, let's have a Christmas special again. I, I want them to retry the Christmas special. <laughs> that would be great. Really? I, I mean, you, why not? You want Star Wars <laughs> ep- holiday ep- uh, episode two, the holiday edition? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, goodness. Attack of the Wookies. Attack of the Wookies. Like they, you know, this this Earth Day or what is Earth Day? Right. It was. It was Earth, Earth Day. It was Earth yeah, Day. this this Earth, Earth Day. Day, you know, they're gonna jingle your bells, you know, or something. I don't know. <laughs> what was Wookie, what was Chewbacca's kid's name? Um, he was um, Lumpy. Lumpy. <laughs> yeah, Lump. I think his like his real name was like Lump Wauruk or something like that. It was like really weird, but they call him Lumpy for short. 
Lumpy. There was like Lumpy, and then there was there was um, I can't remember the, the Wifey. I don't know. I, <laughs> Derpy. <laughs> There's others. I don't know. There's Chewbacca, Lobaca. You know. Yeah. See, Sambaca, <laughs> right. Lumpy. <laughs> lumpy. Like, Where did Lumpy come oh, from? Man. And he just I just see him doing that little little shake little thing he does. I don't know. Like when, <laughs> when they announce him, Lumpy. but uh i mean Uh, why not man like just just star wars everything like just let's do more cartoons let's do holiday specials well i I mean dude i don't care i'm 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 all for that besides the holiday special i'm all for that i mean Uh, i want to see more cartoons (laughs) yeah i probably would watch it yeah you're right i would watch it and i'd probably buy it on blu-ray and whatever else it came out of course of course and see i I feel like i wish disney would would just go ahead and do that like and call if they have to call it legends that's fine but man i really wish they would put like a really cool like remastered version of of like the droids cartoons and the ewok cartoons out on like blu-ray or dvd that would just be so cool man I have been asking for that for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just like, I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't cost them much to put that together. And the fans would eat, I mean, they would eat it up. I mean, you. I'm sure they would make their money back tenfold. I mean, it was, it would be, it would be big. Even like Caravan of Courage and... Uh, yeah, the, the Ewok movies. Ewok movie. Yeah, there's the there's yeah. the um, Caravan of Courage and then the, the Battle for Endor. Yeah, they should those. and see, I've got those on DVD, and they look great. But yeah, man, put those on Blu-ray, or at least just re-release them for people to buy. You know, I mean, you know, they they, I mean, they happened. You know, I feel like I feel like they should they should uh, put those out. Yeah, because if you try to go buy one of those Ewok movies on Amazon right now, I mean, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like fifty to eighty bucks a pop. Wow. Even even on eBay, it's ridiculous, and I'm not going to do that. But I do want—I mean, I want to watch those. I, I thought the you know at the time I I probably did, you know when it, when they came out, Ewoks and the Droids cartoon, I probably didn't watch them. But um, I want to watch them now just to go back for that nostalgia factor. Yeah, and um, I'm a man, I'm a man of nostalgia, man. I I love that stuff. I eat it up. But yeah, you know, I mean, I really did like the cartoons, especially Droids. You know, because Droids would come on, it would come on. I think the Sci-Fi Network. The Sci-Fi Channel was oh, back okay. when, before it was Seafy. Um, there was the Sci-Fi Channel, and um, uh, I remember it would be right before the bus came from school. I would watch. I would get up in the mornings and turn it to TV Land, and it would be Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour and Adam's Family, and then Droids would come on the other channel. So I'd have my little block of stuff to watch before the bus got there. And Droids, mm-hmm. man, I mean, I, I ate it up. It was so awesome, you know. Yeah. In fact, I, I mean, I recently bought off eBay, um, some Ewok sales, you know, the animated sales that they use for, to make the actual cartoon. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I bought three of them from, wow. and they're, and the sales, the, those animated sales are, are really, really cheap. Um, like I said, you, you can find them on eBay for $2 and 50 cents. Wow. But, you know, I mean like one episode, I mean, how many sales do they make for one episode? You're talking, thousands and thousands right for a 30 for a 20 minute episode because you you're animating each cell is you know it's a clear piece with just they already have the background so the the cell is clear with mm-hmm. just like whatever character and then you know they got to draw the uh, uh the character each time moving so an right. inch you know so i mean there's 
there's thousands of them, but but still, it's cool to have something like that. I'm planning on getting them framed and hanging them up. I bought I bought three of them, and I think they have like, you know, there's a couple of villains in in two of them, and then I didn't get one with Wicket because if you try oh. to buy one with Wicket, it, it, you know, you're gonna pay at least twenty five fifty bucks for that. But, <laughs> but I ha- I do have Princess Nisa, I think is her name. Oh, okay. In a in one of them so yeah, i got an ewok man i really hope we see ewoks in the next movie or at least the next trilogy like somewhere in the next set of movies like i really no. i really want to see me an ewok again man i love me some ewoks you and my kids both they love the ewoks i love them man they they're awesome I, I've, I've always loved ewoks and i love you know warwick davis for playing wicket you know i mean he's i'm a mm-hmm. big fan of his because of that but um yeah, and I love telling people that too because I, you know, I'm watching when I when I was showing Candy the movies, you know, I'm like, you know, that's um, Professor Flitwick playing, <laughs> playing that that <laughs> little teddy bear right there, and she's just like, what? <laughs> uh, you're breaking up the Harry Potter now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, I always love to like segue into Star Wars from other stuff because I always try to show people I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Like, you see this storyline here that's going on. <laughs> Total Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) (laughs) Like, watching Pirates, I'm like, man, this is so Return of the Jedi. Like, God, they're ripping off Star Wars. (laughs) And they are. And they are. Right. But, you know, that's that's where everybody gets their inspiration from, from that era, you know. Yeah. You're you're going to get your inspiration from Star Wars. Yeah. And, and, you know, Um, imitation is a form of flattery. So I just say, hey, you know, if it wasn't for Star Wars, you wouldn't have all this stuff. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while. So, um, before we go, and uh, the, the last bit of news um, to hit is that uh, it seems like the rumor mill's churning saying that um, Star Wars, the, the six movies, are coming to Netflix soon. I think that'd well be a good move. At, yeah, as well as AMC Theaters. Cool. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be that'd be really good to to get to see those on the big screen, you know, before the new movie. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, and, I think Netflix and, definitely should get them because I mean they've got the the Clone Wars series, and probably will get Rebels. They'll probably upload Rebels soon to that, so you can watch that, you know, to catch up, you know, before was it October when it premieres? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's. Yeah, I I feel like that would be perfect. I mean, you were just living in this age now, you know. That's just how it is. I mean, I'm surprised at that move because they just put them out on you know digital, you know, to download on your phones, like from iTunes and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm sure they've already made all their money off of that now, so putting it on Netflix isn't going to be a big deal. Yeah. Well, the the apparent rumor is that you you know the six movies are going to be shown before the. Star Wars: The Force Awakens, so you can get one of those passes to see the Star Wars marathon, and you'll be there for for what almost twenty four hours, close to it. <laughs> you know, six out two six times two is twelve hours, and they probably give you thirty minutes in between movies. You know, yeah, and, and it's then, like uh, I would, you know, I would like to do that, but at the same time, man, you know, I I don't want to get to the last movie and then I'm just you know just passing out and falling asleep. <laughs> Like I'll tell you, I would think, be super wired if if I did do something like that. By the end of it, I would just be, I would look like I was straight up just doing cocaine in the bathroom. It would it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> just think, just think how much money you're going to spend on food that day. Oh, I mean, 
Not you me. Know, I'll be I'll be wearing cargo g- pants that day. <laughs> I have some, some pudding cups and gummy bears all up in my pants, man. <laughs> like just everywhere. You have a sugar high, man. Yeah. Ooh, doggy. I'll bring all lunchables. Long, <laughs> all day long eating gummy bears and pudding pops. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we're getting close to the uh, wrap up point, so. Um, I think that'll do it for us this week. Episode, did we decide six or seven? Oh, and this one's uh, six. Okay. So this wraps it up for episode six of the Outer Rim News podcast. Um, So I'm signing off. May the force be with you. Peace out. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. If you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. Star Wars, names, and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders.